Hello and welcome to the Smarter Online Marketing Podcast. I'm Alison Christie and in each episode I'll be giving you tips to help you improve and scale your online marketing so you can reach more clients and make more sales. Today's episode, we're talking all about the F word. Yes, funnel. But not in a complicated way, really simple customer journey uh, going from Pinterest through to your website and then retargeting people who have been to your website with Facebook or Instagram ads. So a really simple two-stage, nothing complex way of driving traffic to your website firstly and then making sure that your ads pop up uh, on the feeds on Instagram and Facebook of anyone who has been to your website. So really simple, not too complicated, and don't let that use of the F word put you off. Let's dive in. Hope you enjoy it. In this episode, we're digging deeper into lead generation and I'm talking about why I love Pinterest and Facebook ads working together as a way to not only drive traffic to your website, but to get people taking positive action once they're on your website and get them coming back to your website really through Facebook ads, which is what it's all about really, isn't it? Now, there's a couple of podcast episodes before this one that go into Pinterest and how to use it to help promote your business. There's lots more detail in those. So if you're not already using Pinterest to help drive traffic in your business, those are definitely episodes worth having a listen to. Today, though, we're talking about retargeting, essentially, which is a very simple strategy of showing an ad on Facebook or Instagram to everyone or as many people as possible. You will never reach everyone who has visited your website or landing page and reminding those people when they're on social media and scrolling through their feed about your products and your services. It's a it's a really simple customer journey or dare I say the F word? Yes, funnel. In its absolute simplest form, though, all we're talking about is using the power of two different social platforms that do different things to cover the bulk of your customer journey. The first part of the journey being building awareness of your product and service and doing that within Pinterest. So that introduction uh, comes from Pinterest. And the second, that consideration point that leads to a business getting to know you, which then leads to them taking action and that running through Facebook and Instagram ads. Now, of course, there are so many other parts um, that are involved here. How effective your website is, if people are signing up for an opt-in and then there are follow-up emails, etc. Or even regular emails, etc. All of these things are important. But today I just want to talk about Pinterest and Facebook ads and how they can work really well together to help you do the two basics, which are reaching new people in your audience and then converting them into something. So why Pinterest? Why am I starting with that? Isn't that where people just save photos of recipes or photos of craft ideas? Well, no. If you go back through the previous three podcast episodes, you will know so much more about Pinterest and you will know that Pinterest is growing fast. 
And it's growing fast really for small businesses who are looking to scale up too. So you can have a real advantage here. Pinterest is SEO and keyword based. So you're less at the mercy of mysterious algorithm magic than you are on social media. And with good strong keywords and good images, people will find your content in the search. Now, I've just mentioned algorithms there and I just want to say this clearly before we move on. Pinterest still has an algorithm, of course, and you do need to stick to the rules for good posting in 2020 on Pinterest. Um, There's no shortcuts, really, but it can help you reach a brand new audience in such an easy way organically without paying for it. So that when you do come to pay for things, it's paying to convert people who you already know like you and know a little bit more about you. Just makes sense and makes a good use of your budgets. So there's a couple of main reasons for me when it comes to using uh, Pinterest and Facebook ads together, but Pinterest especially. Um, And here's one that I think is so critical. And it's just that people trust Pinterest and that is massive. Now, Would you agree that our trust in pretty much everything we see, hear, read online in 2020 has taken a bit of a nosedive? Hugely, yeah. We're polarised in so many opinions, not just in our businesses though, but closer to home within our households and our families and our communities. We've all got less trust in what we see and read online. So any platform that is managing to maintain high levels of trustworthiness is a winner for me. I've said this in previous podcast episodes, but nine out of 10 people describe Pinterest as filled with positivity. And even through 2020 and all the huge changes we've seen across the world, the things that we've been searching for on Pinterest still bear that out. We've been searching for activities to do at home, ways to spend our time when we've been at home more, diverse activities for our families, ways to improve our knowledge and our lives. So that positivity is still key to what people search for on Pinterest. And my other main reason for thinking that Pinterest is a good place to start with growing your audience is that Pinterest content has a long shelf life and is repurposable. I don't know if that's a word, but it is now forever. So that's a huge time saver in the long run. And it makes the absolute most of the evergreen long term content that you create in your business, which is exactly what you want when you're growing a business content you can create and then automate that will keep delivering for the long term. There's more on that um, in other episodes and on the blog. So check that out if you haven't done so already. You can find that over at alisonchristie.com. Now, you can be driving traffic to the same piece of content indefinitely via Pinterest just by creating fresh pin images. And you can create lots of them. You can create 10 or 20 or 50 or more pin images for every single piece of content that you have on your website, for example. Add that to maybe a couple of different pin descriptions for each pin image, just two, that's all you need. And you double up your content. Before you know it, you've got 100 new pieces of content. Each has a fresh image and one of your two keyword descriptions. And then 100 ways appear for people to contact you. And the more you can encourage people to click through on the piece of content they create to your website, the better. Because when someone searches not just within Pinterest, but in a search engine... 
your content is going to be in there. And if they search visually, which quite often I do, um, you massively increase your chances of being discovered, not even in Pinterest itself, but just when someone is using Google. So let's get to the detail today, though. Why do Pinterest and Facebook slash Instagram ads work well together? So remember how I said that people trust Pinterest? I found in my experience and working with clients on their Pinterest strategy and Pinterest management that you tend to get around three quarters of their website traffic coming directly from Pinterest. So that means people click through from Pinterest far more than they do from other social platforms. Now, I know there can be all sorts of factors for this and we've seen all sorts of fluctuations and some accounts have been harder than others to drive up that traffic. But it is a pattern that I see time and time again. So if you're not using Pinterest effectively right now and you still have good traffic numbers getting to your your website, just imagine what that strong presence on Pinterest could do for your brand and your business. You could be quadrupling your traffic. And remember, even though you can do ads on Pinterest and they work well, absolutely they work well. I'm talking about building your organic traffic and using Pinterest to do that part for you. You reach this audience for free, first of all, and test it out and then see who's clicking through. Um, And what I do often for clients is we create all sorts of uh, different images initially. And once we've got to the point where we have Pinterest posts working well, that are building traction and that are seeing link clicks increasing. Now there's a strategy to that that we won't go into today. It does take a little time. Remember, this is a long-term game. Uh, Because Pinterest content lasts for a long time, your results are long-term, not short-term. You do still need to put the work in. There's no overnight successes or quick fixes or shortcuts here. But you will see the same if you do the same with your Pinterest posting and your Pinterest strategy. So the ultimate action we are aiming for when we're posting on Pinterest is for people to click through on your links. Because when they do, obviously they become a website viewer or a landing page viewer, etc. And that's where we can then retarget them with paid ads on Facebook and Instagram. So from Pinterest, you're tapping into what someone is actively searching for. And that's the big difference uh, between Facebook and Instagram. Now, here's the thing that differs um, from Facebook and Instagram to Pinterest. So content will appear on Facebook and Instagram depending on what the algorithm thinks that you are most likely to engage with and what you are most likely to want to see. The difference with Pinterest is you're searching for it. You've told Pinterest what it is you want to see. So you're already saying, I am interested in this. You're putting it out there and you get the results up in return. It kind of takes that guesswork out of it. So you've already told Pinterest, I want to see topics, uh, content on a certain topic. Show me everything you've got. And it will show you with the most popular at the top going down, ranking in a few different factors. But generally, it's because you're going to be interested in this. It's not based on what an algorithm thinks you might be interested in. It is 100% because someone is searching for it. And that makes a big difference to the results. It's, It's based on the intent of that person and what they want to see at that point in time. 
So you've already got someone hooked because they've asked for suggestions from Pinterest for the very thing they're looking for. So someone is much more likely to click on your pin and follow through to your website because you are exactly who they're searching for. Your content is exactly what they're looking for right now. Um, And you are 100% relevant to what they want to see right now. You've kind of already won the customer journey part of raising awareness of your brand or business because they've searched for something, you popped up and now they know you. And they trust you already because they trust Pinterest. So they've clicked through to your website and they've had a look. They might have signed up for your opt-in. They might have looked through several different blog posts. They might have looked at your products and services, etc. They might have saved your content for another time or they might have just walked away and thought, that's interesting, I'll come back to that in the future, as many people do. So the next part of our little customer journey or F-word funnel is that simple retargeting ad on Facebook or Instagram. Now remember, you might have doubled or even quadrupled your website traffic just by pinning on Pinterest. So many more people are going to click through to your website once that strategy is up and running. So that means you've already got a much bigger pool of people who have visited your website in the first place. And that's sitting stored in your Facebook pixel data, just waiting for you to run your ad and tell people more about you when they're on social media. And the beauty is they already know a little about you because they searched for something. They saw your pin, they clicked on it, they followed through to your website. So you've just removed one of the biggest hurdles in using ads which can be getting people to engage with your ad and take action on it in the first place, particularly if they don't know anything about you. You've now got the ability to stay in their line of sight whenever they're on social media. You've also made it easier for them to follow you on social media because you've followed them from Pinterest through the website to then catch up with them on Facebook and Instagram. It can really help people to like your page right there and then um, or comment on a post of yours or just look through your feed there too and get another chance to see your products, your services and whether you're a good fit for them and what they are looking for. Now the thing with using paid ads here is that you don't want to be spamming someone just because they saw something on Pinterest and clicked through. You don't want to be spamming them with endless ads from you. But the beauty of using some types of ads on Facebook is that you can limit how often someone sees your ad. So we know Pinterest pins have got a long shelf life. You might think, yep, I don't want to run a paid ad campaign for the next four months because that's how long a pin lasts on average. But if you're picking a a reach campaign, for example, you can limit how often someone sees your ad so you don't become that spammy person. And most importantly, your business doesn't pay to serve them your ad endlessly if they're not interested in it. Now, this is something that I use quite often when it comes to organic posting through Pinterest and then following up with a paid ad um, is that also capping how often someone sees that ad. So you can stay in mind this week by them seeing an ad once or twice, three times perhaps. And you can stay in mind next week by doing the same, capping it at a number of times they're going to see your ad in any week and the week after that, etc, etc. So it's a longer term game 
with this type of ad. Um, and it also means that you're always going to be able to follow up from anyone who clicks through from that Pinterest content. There's always going to be an ad running. And because you're limiting it a little bit, then it's going to remain an affordable ad too and one that you can run within your budget. So it's a great tip to use your long-term content on, on Pinterest. Keep it delivering to new audiences over time. It's going to increase your website traffic. And then with your Facebook and Instagram ads, you're re reaching those people. You're reconnecting with them on social media and you're bringing them into your social media world too. And it's a really good way of making the most of that trust and positivity that people have in Pinterest. Um, you've already brought them to your website and then it's just made so much easier for those website visitors to be found on social media. Now, if an ad just popped up on their feed because um, you targeted them with an audience, they might just scroll on past because it doesn't mean anything to them. But the fact that you've already built up a tiny bit of a relationship and awareness already just through that whole Pinterest process means that when they see your ad, they are much more likely to interact with it um, and take some action, which is absolutely what you want to happen, isn't it? It's also a really good way of leveraging that trust and positivity that people have in Pinterest as a platform to bring them through your website, show them that you're as trustworthy as Pinterest and make it easier for those visitors to then connect with you everywhere else. I hope that helps and give you some idea of how you can use Pinterest as a way to build traffic and to drive traffic and to then target those people with lower cost ads on Facebook and Instagram uh, and through social. Um, let me know if you need any help or you've got any questions with any of this. Um, I should probably tell you as well that I offer power hours and packs of power hours you can book in for if you're looking to try any of this for your business. Um, I also build out Pinterest strategy that you can take away uh, and build for yourself or I can do all of that for you as well. So just head to the services section of my website at alisonchristie.com if you're interested in any of that and pick what option works best for you. There's a calendar you can use to book in for a session if you want to. And as ever, thank you for listening. I hope this episode has been helpful and given you a bit of a, an idea as to how you can leverage a couple of platforms to help drive traffic and grow your audience. And if you want to know more, pop me a DM or get in touch on social. You'll find me, uh, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Pinterest, obviously. And if you have something you'd love to know about Pinterest or Facebook ads, let me know and I'll add that into a future podcast episode too. Thank you and bye for now. You've just been listening to the Smarter Online Marketing Podcast with Alison Christie. If you've enjoyed listening, I'd really appreciate your review. And don't forget to head over to alisonchristie.com for lots more tips, free content and downloads to help you get smarter with your online marketing. And don't forget to subscribe for weekly updates. Music.